Good morning. Good morning. I am your apartment lady, LaShondra Graves. Um, I have some, um, I'm coming to you a little late because of some difficulties, but guess what? <clears throat> I'm here and that's all that matter. I want to tell you, I, I, um, I went to Pastor John Hammer's um, 4 a.m. prayer. It was so awesome. It was so awesome. They prayed for one hour. It was 4 a.m. CST. And it was so, so awesome. So awesome. And so I want to just continue um, what I got from Pastor Hannah at 4 a.m. It was over at about 5, maybe like 5.10. And it was amazing. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. And their scripture, um, they start their prayer off with Ephesians 3.20. That's one of the scriptures we talk about in our prayer. And it was now unto him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly and abundantly <laughs> above all we can ask and think according to the power that worketh in us. I'm so, I'm like, wow, this is awesome. So I want to continue that. I do have some eviction news, obviously, and I'm going to go to my share. We'll do this eviction news, but then I want to jump right into prayer. So let's see. Share my screen. Chrome tab. Okay. It already started praying in a moment. And I'm looking for not just the major races around our state. One ballot measure aims to address the rising cost of living in our state. Colorado is now one of the most expensive states to live in, and a lack of housing is one of the biggest reasons why. Proposition 123 would transfer one-tenth of one percent of taxable income, about $290 million, every year from the general fund to an affordable housing fund. We recently talked to a Denver teacher who says this would make the dream of owning a home real again. We also talked to the leader of Advance Colorado, who says this measure could reduce money available for existing programs or reduce tax refunds. I feel for that teacher, I feel for everybody who's struggling for housing costs right now. The solution, though, is not the government to come in and take $300 million of our TABOR refunds and try to create some affordable housing units. I cannot afford right now. I am trying to limit my budget, so how can I cut even more of my budget so I can put away that money into house? Well, that teacher is certainly not alone in needing help to afford housing here in Colorado. Right now, eviction rates in our state are exceeding pre-pandemic levels. Alan Janae met with a woman today who's running out of options. And Alan, she told you she has worked hard to find help, but is still coming up empty-handed. Well, she is, Kelly. You know, everybody who rents has a story about how much costs have gone up. And this is not so much a story about that. While the rent has risen where she has rented for two dozen years with her disabled daughter, it is about something else that no longer will there be a place there for her. 
On a cold and gray day, Lou Erickson gives us a look at life in the street where she's been for 24 years. It's pretty good because you got the park right down there. <laughs> Told you. It's just Lou and her adult daughter. 40-year-old Erica is inside living a childlike existence. When I get down and she knows I'm, she'll do that. So I love you, Mom. I just want a two-bedroom, <laughs> uh, affordable, safe place for me and my daughter. The other side of the house is being redone. Her landlord died. Now there's a new owner. You don't blame the new owner I don't. for wanting to I flip don't. it. He knows the situation, and he says he'll do month to month until, uh, I, but he wants us out as soon as we can. Mm -hmm. But I've been trying since June. We sat on the front step as inside her daughter watched TV. And she's in her own little world, and she's happy there. You spent your working life caring for people. Yeah, because I cared about them. Lou retired as a nursing assistant only last year. Now she doesn't know where she'll go. It's so emotional because it's embarrassing. This place has cost $1,400 a month, but with her and her daughter's social security, there's only $2,500 in income. How many places do you think you call it? Oh, God, I don't know. No answer, no answer, no answer, no answer. Left two messages, <coughs> left a message there. Some places she goes, the apartment is just not there. And I says, and then we're low income. Well, all of them have been taken. Agencies can't help. Queues are long. Lou is caught in a world without a place. And now I'm like, you're, you're nothing now. Does that make sense? That's how it feels. Well, the current landlord wanted them out in June. That's how long Lou has been looking. But the landlord is allowing them now on a month-to-month -month basis. She's made a whole lot of calls to a lot of agencies and a lot of rental places, even to the governor's office to try and get some help. That was late last week. She hasn't heard back. In Denver, I'm Alan Janae, covering Colorado First. Certainly an emotional issue. Thank you, Alan. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, that was something else. But this is what we're, this is what we're dealing with. I mean, I'm sharing stories of what we're dealing with in the rental industry. And so the evictions combined with the increase in rent, mm, that is causing a problem. And, and, and I told you guys earlier, it's not just uh, people that impoverished neighborhoods or people that's living in poverty or people, you know, make a minimum wage. It's the middle wage down. It's the middle wage down. As you see, she was paying about 1400. So this is an issue, but God, <laughs> but now unto him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above everything we can ask for and think of, or imagine according to the power that work within us. But God, but God, that's why I've been doing these prayers. And guess what? We are on day 55. Been praying for 55 days, 55 days. And let me tell you, I've been getting all type of black backlashes, but who cares about that? Who cares about that? Because I'm praying to the one where all of our help can come from. I'm praying to the one that can make a difference. He is Alpha and Omega. He is the beginning and the end. Okay, so 
Who cares about the backlash? Let me go into, well, you know, we're going to do our UVerse. You know, I have the UVerse app. So we do our UVerse app. I did have a prayer request. You know, I'm so grateful that the people are um, uh, looking and being um, obedient or listening to my calls. I do have some prayer requests um, that I'm going to be praying for in this um in this session, because yesterday I said that I would be taking some prayer requests. So I do have some prayer requests and I'm just, thank you. Thank you guys for listening, looking, supporting, standing in solidarity with me because it makes a big difference. Because God said where two or three are gathered in my name, he is there. And he said the fervent, effectual prayers of the righteous of El and much. So thank you. It means a lot. Okay, so my, and then my UVerse, you know, you guys, I have the UVerse app on my phone. And so it always gives the verse of the day. And so the verse of the day is Isaiah 20, Isaiah chapter 26, uh, verse uh, three. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Mm. Isn't that like right on the theme of what we're doing? Isaiah chapter 26, verse three, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Amen. 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 See, God told me at first, you guys, 55 days, we're on day 55. God said, you know, I'm doing this prayers. I'm praying against these evictions. And I'm like, God, oh my gosh, help us, help us. And then he showed me the resources, right? And now he's like, um, yeah, that right there is common. So praise me and, and, and pour hope into the people, strengthen the people now, because those resources, they coming. that, that eviction situation, that's going to be taken care of. All of those families are not going to be homeless. I'm like, God, he said, no. So strengthen the people so they can be prepared for these resources that I'm getting ready to pour into this situation. I'm like, uh, Thank you. <laughs> and so now it's all about strength. It's all about strength. It's all about hope. It's all about peace. You know, it's impossible to please God. It's impossible to please God without faith. And so all of my prayers, it's now just glorifying him and thanking him and, and knowing that help is on the way. <laughs> it's so awesome. You have no idea. Okay. Um, so I do have a couple verses that I looked up um, and then we'll go right into, oh gosh, what happened to it? Oh yeah, here it is. And then we'll go right into the prayer. So my favorite verse, um, Jeremiah 29, 11, one of my favorite verses. That's one of the verses that I, I use when I'm not, you know, when I, and when I'm feeling like I'm facing a giant and my hope is dimming. That's one of my verses that I use because then I have to remind myself what God said about me, right? And so Jeremiah 29, 11 is one of those verses. Um, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Oh my gosh. When you re repeat those words and to yourself, it reminds you that God, he knew you before you were born. 
He know what you're going through. He know every hair of hair, head of hair, every strand. How about strand? Strand of hair on your head. He know you. And when I read this verse, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to uh, declare the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. He's talking to you. See, these, this, these words, God's words, they're powerful. They're true. They're all encompassing. And they're all about you. See, the thing is, all you have to do is believe in these words and they come to life. I'm telling you, you guys know, confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, believe in your heart that he died for your sin and start, you know, seeking him, diligently seeking him because he's a rewarder to those who diligently seek him. I'm I'm just I'm just so filled up right now. I tell you, Pastor John Hannah's 4 a.m. prayer this morning. I think he had about 3,000 people online and um about 300 people in, in the actual sanctuary. I was online, obviously. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was an hour of powerful, oh my gosh, mountain building prayer. And now it just I'm still filled up from that prayer. It was 4 a.m. CST, was over at about 5 a.m. CST. I'm still filled up. And, and to know, and he, John Hanna said, um, one of his mentors said that they had been doing that prayer for over a decade. They, they pray um, two times. And I remember, because I'm in Chicago, they'll pray on the lake, things like that. And so they've been doing it for over a decade. People are praying now because this is what's going to change this economy. When I go on LinkedIn and I see all of, you know, the people praying, this is what's changing the economy. The only thing that the only only thing that's going to change this economy is God. The only thing that's going to change this world and what we're seeing is God. We need more hope. We need more love. We need more faith. God already gave us the power. The power is within us. That's why Ephesians uh, 3.20, when it says, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can hope for and imagine, according to the power that worketh within us, we already have that power. The power is already in us, but we got to activate it. And it takes our faith to activate it. Hope, faith, belief to activate that power that's already in you. He said, the faith the size of a mustard seed can move mountains. Faith the size of a mustard seed. You, I, I actually went to look and see what a mustard seed looked like. And it's very, very small. Faith the size of a mustard seed can move mountains. So imagine, imagine what you can accomplish when you believe what God said about you. See, that's where it comes. It starts with you believing what God said about you. I know, I know, I get it. Um, I get it. I just um, showed you a story where a woman, um, an elder, a senior, was explaining how hard it is to be threatening to lose your place, to be threatening to be homeless. I get it. I get it. But you guys, I was, I'm not sitting here praying for no reason. I, it, it's 55 days now. Now, don't get me wrong. I always tell y'all, I pray all up and down the day. <laughs> I pray with different people, the whole nine yards, because I know that that's 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 where my hope comes from. That's how you talk to God. I build. I have a strong relationship with Him, so I pray all up and down the day. But to get up faithfully and get on these lives, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, um, 
YouTube. Get on these lives at 8 a.m. and 9.30 a.m. and do these prayers every single day so that I can stand in the seed, the seed of the people that's being evicted or, or even the landlords for the most part, the, the eviction crisis period. That I'm not doing this for no reason. Now, now the resources are coming. Now it's time for you, you to get strengthened. I don't care if you're a tenant. I don't care if you're a landlord. You, God put so much in you. Everything that God made is real. Everything that God made is good. Let me tell you. And that include you. And so he's inviting, he's inviting you into this new thing. He's our, I mean, it's, it's happening. <laughs> It's happening. He's inviting, but he's inviting. I've been, and through these prayers, I've been inviting everyone into it. Um, you know, anybody that's looking, I've been inviting you into it. But going back to, I know it's hard. You can get out of this. You can get out of this and you can get out of this shelter. You don't have to be evicted. The landlords can get out of this. They can get out of this without losing the money that they feel like they've lost during these two years. You can get out of this. God put the power in you already. And so now you just got to open your eyes. I've been praying, God, give them eyes. He to have eyes, let them see. God, give them ears. He to have ears, let them hear. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Go look in front of a mirror and, and speak affirmations to yourself and let yourself know, I am victorious. I can get out of this. There are resources there. There are resources that will help me get out of this shelter. You can get out of this, okay? All right. Um, without further ado, nope. I have to call out a name. One of the names of the people that asked me to pray. Definitely have to call out his name. Um, Prince Ohidi. Robinson, Prince Ohidi Robinson, I'm going to be calling out your name through this prayer. Um, and I did get your request, so I will be praying for you. Now, if you, you said that you've been looking at the videos every day, you can actually, if you comment on, because you're on Facebook, if you comment, I'll be able to put your comment up um, while I'm praying. Okay. Teresa, Teresa, Teresa Streepeck. Look, I hope I got your name right, Teresa. <laughs> um, but hey, girl, I love you um, that you're encouraging us. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That, you know what, Teresa, um, I'm strengthened when people say that. I'm strengthened. And so for that, I just say thank you. Thank you. God bless you. You know, I had to put that up there, right? <laughs> um, thank you, Teresa. You're a beautiful, great outfit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Prince, if you were to put a comment up, I could put your comment up. But if you don't, that's fine. I'm praying for you. Uh, Prince Robinson, I'm going to be praying for you. Here we go. Dear Heavenly Father. Mm. Oh, Jesus, I'm already, I'm there. 
I'm already there, Father, in the name of Jesus. Dear Heavenly Father, Father, I come to you right now with praise and thanksgiving, saying thank you for your grace and your mercy and your love, your understanding, your wisdom, your knowledge, your power, your provision, mm, the plans that you have for us, your healing. In the name of Jesus. Now, Father, before I come before your throne, I ask that you forgive my sins and the sins of the souls that's under the sound of my voice, even up until this very second. Mm, Jesus. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask for or think of according to the power that is in us. And you already put the power in us, Father. You said the faith, the size of a mustard seed could move mountains, Father, in the name of Jesus. And so, faith. So now you're requiring activated faith. That power, activated faith equals Jesus. Thank you. Activated faith equals power, Father, in the name of Jesus. You said that you already did it. The resources are already coming. All of my words were increase, increase, increase. Those are my words. Increase, increase the resources, increase the faith, increase the love. And you said, I did that. I did that. I've been doing that. It's already done. Now strengthen my people, Father. Oh my gosh. You said, let the people know that they are good. Everything that you made was good. They are conquerors. They are victorious. They can get out of this situation. The landlords and the tenants alike can get out of this situation unharmed, unharmed, unscarred unburnt, not smelling like smoke, just like the three Hebrew boys when they were thrown into that fire, the fiery furnace. That's a you know famous story that everybody know. The three Hebrew boys, when they came out of that fire, they didn't even smell like smoke. Their hair, it wasn't singed. Their clothes, it wasn't burnt. You are with us. You are with them, Father. You said, let them know that you are with them, that you will never leave them or forsake them, Father, in the name of Jesus. And I'm so grateful to be the one to let them know that they are victorious. You are victorious. You can't come out of this. You're not dumb. Let me tell you, if you don't know something, it's called being ignorant of it. And ignorance is not knowing something. You, all you have to do. All you have to do is activate your faith. You want some information? We're in the information technology area. Oh my gosh, we're in the information technology era. Information is at the tip of your fingertips. What do you have to do? God said seven, eight years ago, he told me that everything that I need will be with the click of a button. Information is with a click of a button, okay? Now go out there, Father, let them know. Go out there and click that button, whatever it is, your phone, your computer, your laptop, whatever, whatever you have to click to get the information. Get those resources in the name of Jesus. Look up the resources for evictions in your state in the name of Jesus. Don't just sit there with your hands under your lap twiddling your thumbs, thinking that something is going to happen in the name of Jesus. God is getting ready to put more favor into this situation in the name of Jesus. God is blessing you right now. Right now, he's calling you into being blessed right now. He's saying more favor, more faith, more hope, more love, more income in the name of Jesus. You know, I, I talked about, Father, that prayer that John, Pastor John Hammond did at four o'clock in the morning, and it filled me up. Oh my gosh, fill me up, Lord. Jesus, it filled me up, Father, in the name of Jesus. And now I'm just pouring out what I got 
from that prayer in the name of Jesus. I'm still filled up, Father. I'm on fire right now, Father. You're telling me to tell the people, you can do this. You can do this. Open your eyes. Open your eyes in the name of Jesus. Lift your head up. Don't walk around with your head down. I'm telling the devil right now, get thee behind me, Satan. I have dominions over you. Let me tell you, fear, you got to go. Anger, you got to go. Confusion, you got to go. Low self-esteem, you got to go. Poverty, you got to go. You got to go. Lack of affordable housing, you got to go. You have to go. In the name of Jesus, the, all of these um, all of these cries from the tenants and the landlords from this previous eviction, I'm saying previous in the name of Jesus, because I'm calling it out. I'm calling it what it is. Previous eviction crisis. You got to go. You have to go. Get thee behind me. As a matter of fact, Father, put a hedge of protection around this situation in the name of Jesus. I'm saying put a hedge of protection around it every day. And I'm binding up the spirits every day because there's so many of them. You guys to go. The world is dark. But God said you, 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 you are the light of the world. He said the city that sits on the hill cannot be hidden. I know when it gets dark, everybody's going to come to the light. And guess what? It's dark, but guess what? You're the light. Be the light that God put in you. You're the power. Confess with your mouth. If you don't think that you're the light and you don't know how to activate it, first of all, confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that he died for your sin. And then guess what? <laughs> guess what? You're going to be adopted into that family. Just what? Five seconds? 10 seconds, depending on how fast or slow you talk, you're going to be adopted into that family in the name of Jesus. And that Holy Spirit is going to be in you. And now it's going to be time for you to start learning how to use that Holy Spirit. Confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that he died for your sin. Confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that he died for your sin because it's common. I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to tell you it's common. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for this. Thank you for all this grace. Thank you for all this glory. Thank you for all this mercy. Thank you for all this love. Thank you for all this protection. Thank you for all this security, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for all this hope. Thank you for all these resources. Thank you for all this income, Father. You said exceedingly, exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask for and imagine. And all we have to do, all we have to do is believe you. It, all we have to do is faith it. That's the word, faith it, in the name of Jesus. Oh, that's all we have to do to touch this power that you already put in us, Father, in the name of Jesus, to pour down these resources that's already there, Father, in the name of Jesus. You better believe it. If God said it, he gonna do it. Father, let them know. Let them know that you're talking to them. Let them know that you're talking to them. Let them know that they are victorious. Let them know that they are beautiful. Let them know that there are, they are smart. Let them know that they can be happy. Let them know that they can have peace. Let them know that they can have joy, even in the midst of the storm. They can have, these are the things that you're offering them and they can take them freely. Let them know that they can have knowledge. Let them know that they can ask for wisdom. You said, you know, if anyone like wisdom, he can come to the one that will give it to you abundantly. Let them know this, Father. 
Tell them, Father. Tell them, Father, that you already did it, that the new thing is already being activated, and that you're inviting them to be a part of this new thing because you love them. Tell them, Father. Tell them that they are loved. Even if my mama and my father forsake me, the Lord will lift me up. Tell them they are lifted. In the name of Jesus, Father, I'm praying for relationships, Father, in the name of Jesus. I'm praying for relationships right now because of all this anger and because of all this sadness and depression, which I'm banding up depression. Mm, depression, you got to go. Because of all this sadness, I'm banding up sadness. Don't get me wrong, you guys. You have to be, I mean, sadness, that's an emotion. You got to face your emotions in the name of Jesus. But you can't stay there. You can't stay there. It's not about having that emotion. It's about what you do with that emotion and how you get up out of that emotion. That's what it's about. And so when I'm talking about these relationships, Father, I'm talking about all the pressure that's been put on relationships. I don't care if it's a husband and wife relationship, a work relationship, a friend, a family, um, just relationships, Father, alone. I'm praying, Father, for increase in love and relationships with the fellow man in the name of Jesus. I'm praying for an increase in faith in relationships, Father. Build those relationships back up because you said with two or three are gathered in your name, you are there, Father. It's power and numbers, Father, in the name of Jesus. And so for those relationships with the human man, with the fellow man, Father, whether it be work relationship, family relationship, um, friendship, husband and wife, Father, strengthen these relationships in the name of Jesus. Now, you said that I can ask anything in your name and it'll be given to me. And you said, you'll never let me be put to shame. So when I call out these relationships on behalf of this young man who came to me for prayer, Father, I'm talking about, for him, I'm talking about a personal relationship, but for us, for everybody, I'm talking about relationships, period. Because for these people to be able to get these jobs that you're getting ready to open the doors for, I need those relationships to be good with their boss, with the employee and employer. We need to build these relationships back up. Guess what? Everybody's been at, in these stay-at-home orders and they've been apart, Father. Now they need to learn how to Deal with people again, Father, in the name of Jesus. And so, Father, I'm, I'm praying again. I'm praying. Strengthen relationships. Employer, employee, Father, in the name of Jesus. Mother and father, father mothers and, and daughters, fathers and sons, in the name of Jesus. Now, I know, Father, in these times, it, it was already written that mothers and daughters will be against each other. Fathers and sons will be against each other in the name of Jesus. But you're saying you're doing a new thing. You're doing a new thing. And so I'm asking you, fathers, to strengthen relationships, Father, in the name of Jesus. Pour love into relationships. Let it so that when people say something to each other, it's with, it's with, a, um, with honey. Because you get more, you know, well, you get a better, um, you get a better response if you're nice. So Father, people are angry. They don't want to talk. They think it's everybody's fault. Just take that away. Take that away. When they interact with people, make it be so sweet, Father, that it shocked them in the name of Jesus. And when they say hi to a person, make them it be so sincere that that person is shocked 
and the receiver of that high is shocked in the name of Jesus. Let people start saying hi to each other again right now in the name of Jesus. Let people start having compassion for each other again in the name of Jesus. Let people start having love for each other again in the name of Jesus. Let people start having respect for each other again in the name of Jesus. Father, I know that everything I ask for mm, is working its way to fruition. It's already happening. And so for that, I just want to say thank you. 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 In Jesus' name. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Man, 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 man. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly and abundantly. Oh, my gosh. God is so good. Y'all have no idea. God is so good. God is so Okay. All right. I'm out. God bless you. I'm out. I'll be here tomorrow, you know, eight o'clock. 8 a.m. I'll be here.